2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Conservative Daily Podcast. We have a special episode for you this Friday. This is your producer, Greg, and your host.
3: Hi, Jake here again. Uh, we had a small mishap, and uh, unfortunately I have to fill in, so you'll have to be bored with the things I have to say. Uh, Greg Greg, and I put together a few different uh, options to talk about today, so it's kind of a smorgasbord. And but this what, is
2: going to be big. There's a lot going on. There's a lot.
3: So in the comments, if you if you have any questions, let us know. We'll be calling in later. You have the option to call in later. So you know we'll, we'll just get started. But if you look to the news recently, today Mike Lindell made an adjustment to how he was going about his lawsuit against Dominion and Dominion's lawsuit against him. And the the claim is that Dominion's coming after him as a private entity to claim that he defamed them as a private business, and we're going to make the argument uh, pretty explicitly. I'm not a guy for hyperbole or uh, you know exaggeration of the facts or or saying things that cannot be proven based on numbers and data. So we're going to take we're going to we're going to take that approach to making this argument. And the conclusions will shock you. So, uh, Mr. Producer, if you could pull up image number one, show the headline of the article. Uh, Mike Lindell wants to crush Dominion's defamation lawsuit, arguing the voting tech company is a government official. Legal experts say he has a point. Now, the media will probably take the angle that he doesn't have a point because he's Mike Lindell. But if you look into the claims of the article, you uh, put that back up, Mr. Producer, if you look into the claims of the article, uh, he, he has quite the argument uh, because the facts that are not privy to the public unless you know how to look for them uh, would argue otherwise. That Dominion itself has certain things that it has done and employees that it has employed and questionably still employing that make you wonder whether or not their claim to private entity— uh, are valid, and so w- we'll we'll jump right into it. There's a lot of layers to this onion, uh, <laughs> Mr. Producer. If you could pull up image number two, I'm going to run this past you. You're from
2: uh, Detroit, right? Yes, yes. So, I am. do you know who this woman is? Uh, well, not perfect, uh, not personally, but I do know who Gretchen Whitmer is very well. Uh, she is, for lack of a better term, not uh, the favorite clown in the circus. Uh, but
3: she is a big clown. She's yeah, she's kind of a ring leading clown. she's a huge
2: clown and she is a huge uh, she is a traitor to the American people. She was brought in through insurance company money uh, because of her father. Uh, I, I frankly I am not convinced that she won the election at all.
3: Now remember, she's a public official official. so she can be held to scrutiny that uh, private entities would claim as defamation. So uh, but specifically, I wasn't asking about who Whitmer is, though this is a big uh, key in the equation. The woman to her left, for the audio listeners, is a woman who goes by the name of Kelly Garrett. Now, yeah, Kelly and I Garrett, actually
2: do know that name. Uh, that her name has come up a, a number of times. But go on.
3: So, so Kelly Garrett is a fixture in, I believe, Oakland County politics. She's actually the sitting mayor of Lathrop Village, which is in Oakland County, and front-facing. You'd go, you know, the two, uh, you know, put-together women, and if you didn't know the backstory, you wouldn't really care much, but. In keeping with the narrative that uh, Dominion is claiming private entity status in Lindell's defamation suit, we're going to shine the light on some not-so-private connections that Dominion does have. And none of this is defamatory in nature, but what we will do is press you, the viewer, and anyone else who may come across this information to hold those accountable to bring forth explanations for what you are about to hear. So... Uh, Mr. Producer, pull up image number three, and we will really start digging into this. Okay, so for the people that are on the left and the right, much of what is fed to you is fed to you through uh, propagandized media information, and they tell you, both on the left and the right, what and how you should process when it comes to information and the narrative of the story being conveyed by that information. I... Uh, As a numbers guy and uh, business guy, do not believe in someone else having the ultimate interest in telling you what to think or believe, so go do the research for yourself. So I've actually been sitting on this information, waiting for the right time to bring it up. Now, this is something all citizens can go and do, and you have heard this line before, follow the money, and that is what I truly believe will be the downfall of any of these court cases against people like Mike Lindell or Joe Altman is that you can, you can garner favor with the media if you're in control of it to sway the narrative emotionally and at face value to the public. But if the people are armed with the ability to dig through information, much of which of it is publicly available, then you can start seeing The real horror is behind the scene. So actually, if you could put that image back up. Here's one of the best ways to find when someone is lying to you or dig into who they really are. Now, FEC, the Federal Elections Commission, is a public domain registry of people's uh, charitable donations when it comes to uh, political uh, campaigns, Congress, Senate state level, federal level, local level. And you can really dig into everything. You can you can pull up a specific congresswoman or congressman's uh, total expenditures, So you can see to the detail where the dollars are coming in. And there's, there's a lot of truth to be hidden in those numbers because most people, you know, math is racist. Uh, most people have been told numbers are boring, math is boring, data is boring, stay away from it. And this is partially, if not the entire reason why. So I did some digging about a year ago into the you can even go to FEC's disbursement window and, and search by employer. So I wanted to see what did the demographics of Dominion Voting System employees look like. Shockingly enough, nearly 90% of all donations tagged under a Dominion Voting Systems employee's name came up to some earmarking of Act Blue. Are you surprised, Mr. Producer?
2: I'm not too surprised.
3: Now, specifically on this image, I came across a name that, to me, I thought, when I heard the name, I thought, oh, it sounds like Russian collusion. Mikhail Garrett, M-Y-K-A-L-E, uh, Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. Now, Mikkel, I did some, uh, she was a tricky one. I did some uh, multi-angled research into her, and what, what I found was pretty pretty disturbing. So, Mikhail Garrett is her, her birth name or her, you know, official name but she has been parading around for many years under a pseudonym or a a more marketable public name kelly garrett and now kelly garrett goes back to the other woman in the picture with with, uh, whitmer now the uh, the real key to this is you know she being a public official can come forward to the scrutiny and clarify with us and we're happy to have her on the show I don't think she will, because many of the other things we're going to tell you, raise some red flags. Now, Mikel has a, a, a long history of supporting ActBlue uh, n- uh, nonprofits, uh, campaigns. So we have, just on the screenshot alone, we have a spread between uh, March 13th of 2018 all the way up until January of this year. And this is where she screwed up, and I think she screwed up royally. And if she didn't, and it's just a small accounting error, please come forward. We'll we'll write we'll a retraction. We're happy to do so. So there's a a few components to this that really make a conflict of interest story. And in fact, ethical criminal. I'm not a lawyer, so uh, if you are a lawyer or someone that is, let them be the judge of this. But. Uh, she her track record uh, when when you make a donation on FEC, you have a sometimes it comes through that your employer is a employee matching for contributions. So you have a data point that comes through right in the tenure of her uh, what where, when she was listed as a mayor of Lathrop Village, there's a strange data entry in the the log that is actually still up because, you know, have a lot of uh, problems scrubbing that. She scrubbed everything else once this information came out, but she has on uh, April 6th of 2019 a donation for $100 comes in under Mikkel Garrett's name to Act Blue, and her employer of record at the time, surprise surprise, is Dominion Voting Systems. Now one would say, oh, okay, you know, you know, face value, a lot of people just overlook this, but. The one prior to that in 2018 was City of Lathrop Village. So one could make the point that, oh, well, you know, she went from public to private or private to public in her employment. So, yeah, you know, a lot of people do that. A lot of people get out of government, form their own private consulting. And it's really a one hand wash is the other type of industry. Now, the ugly reality to that uh, is that that's not the case unless there was a data point slip up between... March of 2018, she was listed as City of Lathrop Village Mayor. Dominion Voting Systems is in March, uh, April of 2019. And then in May of 2020, so sandwiched right between the two, the employer of record is City of Lathrop Village Mayor. So I think, based on um, deduction of the, the details that I'm seeing, it almost appears as if Miss Garrett may or may not have been employed by Dominion Voting Systems, a private entity, or so they are claiming in their lawsuit against Mike Lindell and many others, that Mikhail Garrett, Kelly Garrett, uh, was maybe double dealing. And what what else we have is even more concerning. So, Mr. Producer, I, believe it or not, being uh, the uh, conniving sleuth that I enjoy being— also got a hold of the Michigan uh, Secretary of State SOS uh, contract between Dominion voting systems. And as a bonus, as an added bonus, all of the email exchanges between those involved in brokering the deal, proposing the contracts, and executing the contracts are also attached. So uh, my treat, pull up image number four, please.
2: So, Bless you. Bless you, my friend.
3: Thank you. So uh what do we see at the top, Mr. Producer? What is the name from the origination of the email? That would appear from Kelly Garrett. right And what what is it say custom custo- customer customer relations, relations manager. manager? What is that, that in your experience? Uh, that to me is a sales rep, an account manager, you know they're based uh, they're they're rewarded on performance. they handle uh, you know contractual obligations and execution of contracts. And like any good sales rep, what do sales reps generally live off of Greg?
2: Generally commissions, in mm. my experience. Interesting. Let's go
3: further. Uh, image five, please. All right, there we go. So at the bottom part of this contract, it's many dozens of pages long. I think it's like 60-something pages. There's an interesting point. Uh, her name is plastered all throughout this. And so, in effect, for the audio listeners that can't really see the damning evidence, when they say, oh, there's no evidence, this is where the, the opposition... in in terms of by opposition, I mean our side, needs to take the stance and throw concrete evidence in their face. And this is how you go back to the drawing board. So her name is plastered all over the place. And again, going back to the statement that, oh, people all the time go from private to public, public to private. The one thing that gives it away, and in my opinion, puts Miss Garrett or Kelly or Mikel, whatever name she wants to choose, puts her in hot water. Because, again, as with the donations on FEC records, the information and timestamps of these emails show her brokering a deal as a representative of a private company to her own very government office as an elected or allegedly elected official. Now, to me, again, that sounds like a conflict of interest, does it not? I would agree. and, And you would think that... There might be some laws or rules in place that make this, you know, frowned upon or possibly even illegal uh, if, if information like this is not disclosed. So uh, in, a, in a short elevator pitch, the, the exchange of the email is, hi, Kelly, this is Mikel. Uh, we have uh, the offer you uh, requested for a Dominion Voting Systems contract. Please look at it. And then Kelly, from her end, is essentially going, Hi, Kelly, or hi, Mikel, this is Kelly. Well, we'll look over this contract, and we'll get back to you and make a decision on it. Ironic or coincidental, one might say, but Mr. Producer, guess what ended up happening with this contract? Oh, please tell me. Uh, They signed up for it. So, And then on top of that, this contract here specifically is an an addendum or an add-on to an existing contract that was executed in in 2017. So even to the point of her still, you know, being an elected official, all of it adds up. She's an elected official functioning in time-stamped communications brokering a contract with a private entity that she's also has a a a a, 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 a vested interest in the performance of her role at that private entity, she has no point disclose that she's also an elected official representing the people. Now, uh, to put it shortly, if this woman even got so much as a penny of kickbacks or commissions or performance incentives while brokering this contract, well, she could go to jail. It's 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 no different than really bribing an individual. And we'll get into the legal jargon of of what was actually done and and where things went wrong later. Uh, But again, innocent people don't generally have to destroy evidence. Right, Mr. Producer?
2: I would agree with that.
3: Now, fortunately for me and unfortunately for her, one of the things I managed to save many, many months ago was Miss Garrett's LinkedIn profile. Because you see, criminals are sloppy. They're actually sloppy and stupid. And Miss Garrett, you are one sloppy, stupid criminal. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm sorry. That's a mean word.
2: No, not at all. Uh,
3: So uh, I'm going to have you pull up image number eight, Mr. Producer. And you tell me what the time frame is. So rough, rough ass. November, so winter of 2017 to present, which was, well, (laughs) <laughs> Present was when she deleted her LinkedIn page, which, <laughs> based on my, uh, my information, was sometime at the beginning of last year. Okay, so she deleted her LinkedIn page. The new one that she has up doesn't list any of her employers. Again, these are all the actions of someone that's completely legitimate, not criminal, and not trying to hide anything. So she has City of Lathrop Village Mayor up listed between November 2017 until present, until she scrubbed her, her history. Now, I want you to keep those dates in mind and pull up image number nine. Ah, there we go. Miss Garrett, huh. you silly little goose. You thought you could get rid of it. You thought the internet could get rid of your profile page. So here she is. This is, for the audio listeners, this is, it's a real shame you can't see this. Maybe go back and replay the video But Miss Garrett has a beautiful profile picture up, and her existing job title, before she deleted it like a criminal, uh, is mayor of Lathrop Village. Now, (laughs) then you start going down her resume. um, You start going down her resume on her LinkedIn page, and uh, she was— Actively, or no, between November 2019 and May 2020, she was listed as deputy director of Michigan Democratic Party, which would lead me to believe that that is maybe how she got into the good graces of lovely Miss Whitmer. Maybe I'm wrong. But again, Miss Garrett, we'll, we'll, we'll slot an hour. I'm sure there's
2: no connection We'll there at all.
3: slot an hour, <laughs> and you can come on and clear all this up, and I mean, I'd feel terrible if I was wrong about this. Uh, so, and then the employer prior to that was project manager slash customer relations. I mean, one would say that stealing an election would classify as project management, right? It's quite a project. So project manager slash customer relations manager for Dominion voting systems full time. There is a sub note that says she was remote, which again, if you're trying to balance being an elected official and, you know, running some side gig that you're not disclosing to the public, a remote would be a great way to do it, because it's hard to be in an office when you gotta run around and kiss, you know, kiss babies and, and, and cut ribbons at, at new businesses as a mayor. So she's listed there as May twenty seventeen to November twenty nineteen. So when you add it all up, she was double dealing based on the information. And, you know, what does one do for this you'd say is this illegal absolutely you see one thing i'm well versed in are contracts and contract negotiation and when it comes to contract negotiation from a private entity to a public uh entity as in i am a school board and i am trying to buy critical race theory books okay both parties on, on, on either side of the contract need to enter into what is called a bid process. So the process involves getting three valid, legitimate bids entered with the superseding goal of it is that the taxpayer who is ultimately funding that contract is not being screwed their money is being spent efficiently, and they're not being ripped off by dirty, criminal, self-dealing politicians that have somehow gone into office questionably. So,
2: well, I don't think there's that much of a question, one, if I'm being honest.
3: One, one would say, well, how do you go about proving this to the courts or or ethically and in in, in any legal proceedings? It would be show us the bid process. FOIA as a private citizen FOIA the bid process of this contract because I would be willing to bet that I'm 99% sure that there was no three entity bid process. And Mr. Producer, let me, let me find the image, but actually, uh, no, you do not have the image. Let me see. This was a kind of a last second put together. No, it's all
2: right If you send it over to me, I can put it up real quick. Uh,
3: oh, okay. Here we go.
2: So, uh, this is,
3: uh, uh, 2635.702. This is a use of, uh, statute for use of public office for private gain. Ms. Kelly, Ms. Garrett, Mikel, please take note. So use of public office for private gain. An employee shall not use his or her public office for private gain for the endorsement of any product, service, or enterprise, or for the private gain of friends, relatives, or persons with whom the employee is affiliated in a non-governmental capacity hmm, things that make you go, hmm, including nonprofit organizations of which the employee is an officer or a member and persons with, the empl- with whom the employee has or seeks employment or business relations, one would say that Miss Garrett may have violated that statute and violated that while, while sitting as an elected official functioning allegedly in the interest of her constituents – that she did not disclose to those constituents that she may, st- may have stood to gain something by closing this contract with Dominion voting systems. And again, this is not—you are not going to get this from a state-level court to a Supreme Court and, and talk about China's involvement in the election and vote-flipping. My argument would be that a contract that is null and void because of fraud— and a lack of due process with, with the bids and disclosures of conflicts of interest, and the complete shit show that this contract appears as at face value, and the complete uh, pollution of fraud involved in the negotiation of this contract, one would make the claim, and again, I'm not a lawyer, that if the contract is null and void, and that it was an invalid contract, should not the results of the service retained by that contract also be null and void. So if you're in Michigan, my, my, my thoughts to you would be FOIA them. FOIA them until they have to fork over every email and every communication that was involved in negotiating this contract. And you, Greg, as, as a, a you know, native-born uh, Michiganer,
2: Michigander, Michigander. Michigander or Michiganian, depending on what what area you're from.
3: (laughs) So get, get your friends, or if you live there, get on this, because this is information that they must turn over, and they're a lot less likely to fight against it because right now they control the power of the media and they control the power of the courts. But when it comes to contracts, contracts are boring, this they cannot get around, so foyer the living daylights out of them until they have to fork over and show to you, the citizen, the taxpayer, the voter, the ones that, well, at one point put them in office, that they did what they were supposed to do in your interest, that they had three companies come to the table and they said, well, this one's too expensive, we're not going to do- execute this contract. This one, in- their product is inferior, we're not going to do it. This one is the best cost and most effective service slash product we're going with this one because that's what the taxpayers deserve but again 99% sure that that did not take place with this specific contract and that's just one state i have many more states and we were speaking to some pretty high power lawyers a, a week ago and we think we have a real a real foot in the door on this right is that not right
2: mr producer oh absolutely and i'll tell you just on the michigan angle the people of Michigan, you need to stand up and you need to kick these these trash, garbage people, uh, these corrupt little snake pieces. Of, you know what? I want to use a lot of words that I'm not going to use because I then have to go back and pull them out. Uh, but we got to get these people out. Michigan is such a swamp; it is unbelievable. Uh, it, I mean, Wayne County, which is where I grew up, it is so well known that the uh, by people in the know and in, in some of those circles, they know so well that the elections are stolen i mean some some people i've talked to personally they literally know individuals and for years it's been known this yeah this dude he comes in he wears a suit he goes in the back at the end of the night with his laptop fixes the election he leaves it's so rampant and 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 like you know the uh the open secret um which you know i think thank god that so many of these revelations regarding Dominion and some of the, some of these other issues have come out because now people are realizing how much uh, of an open secret it is and how deeply entrenched these criminals are. But w- we need to kick these people out. Michigan, uh, Michigan is a great state. I, I was there my entire life. Uh, just like a lot of the other uh, places, Colorado and some of these areas that that are so corrupt. Um, but you know that you have oh, Michigan's a blue state. It's so blue uh you know it, it's not majority of michigan is actually very red uh, uh side note side yeah note,
3: mr producer uh, someone in the comments said no, I'm, i have nice makeup on today no i actually believe it or not my skin is i did nice. i did his makeup actually my skin, don't let I
2: him lie to you i did his makeup <laughs> myself
3: that's <laughs> yeah uh, i borrowed your blush <laughs> so this all ropes back to my Opening statement on Mike Lindell's restructuring of how he's going about this lawsuit, and that Dominion's cl- claims that they're a private company. Right, face value, they're a private company. But here's some very disturbing facts that you need to now address: is by extension, are you able to claim private company status if you have someone? Based on the information we're seeing, you come forward and clarify that if it's if it's otherwise. But based on the information on a deep dive presented to the public, this individual is appears that they were employed while simultaneously a public official. So again, not a lawyer, but that's a question that comes to mind, whether or not that muddies the definition of them claiming an entirely private company if knowing that their needs legally needs to be a bid process involved. A representative of theirs, an employee of theirs, simultaneously being a representative of the people that ultimately is going to foot the bill for the execution of this contract, I would say that they are towing the line and stepping into the public sector, and I would say that they're a public figure you know, based on this information that Mike Lindell might have a very valid claim in this and that their their claim of defamation against them might really fall to pieces and end well for Mike. Now, I'll wrap up this tirade that there is the explanation of how uh, an entity seeking a government contract needs to go about disclosing. And this is uh, acquisition.gov. This information is all up there. So again, my, my comment to the people reviewer viewer would be, take this information. Mm. This doesn't require anything special besides some time and know-how to get into showing that the swing states, Michigan is a swing state, went about executing contracts that if the, the validity of the contract was pulled into question in a court of law the contracts, in my personal belief, would be deemed null and void. So then what do we do with the results of what that contract purchased or put out? If there was a conflict of interest in the contract itself on the on, 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 on just the end of negotiation, what about the end result of what that contract acquired?
2: Well, and so I'm gonna I'll be honest. Uh, I think this is really important to understand. Because it shows you, absolutely. I mean, we already know how garbage Dominion is. We know how corrupt these people are. I mean, if you're paying attention, and you've been watching what's happened to our country over the last, even just the last two years, uh, forget about the last ten. Uh, you know, if you're old enough to remember that, and and how the politics and the policy have changed, how the rhetoric has changed, uh, and that has accelerated so much in the last 18 months, especially, but. i'll I'll be honest i don't really even think that the important thing is oh well the contract is void it's it's for you to understand how corrupt these people are and this is such a good example showing how incestuous all these relationships are uh because i'll be honest at this point i mean if we're here we're seeing this i mean this is so damning and so outrageous so obscene that we're here we've seen all the fraud we've seen how they cover everything up they lie about everything uh it's what I think people really need to take away from this is not that, oh, we can get them on the contracts. It's that we need to cut the bullshit. All right. We need to stop playing nice and stop, you know, uh, hold, hold taking the higher ground, being the better people. It, it's so far past that. People need to realize that everything is so wrong, so corrupt, uh, so completely, completely fixed against you. That it's time for us to, as Joe will say, step in the gap. We, well, we have to get off the sidelines.
3: The the defense of, of the left is that you really think that if an organization or or fraud this vast took place, you know, it would require thousands and thousands of people to be involved in it. No, in fact, I would say much of it falls into the hands in 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 in, in, in criminal organization structure. There's always. You stick the bag with someone else so if they get busted, you're not liable from the hierarchy, from the top down. And so ultimately the election boiled down to six swing states. And this is just one example of how someone like uh, Garrett could be the bag man for an entity and that you have someone— on your behalf. Sorry, I have
2: to say, so Phil Boss, in the, the comments, he goes, we know that they know that they know we know that they know, they know we know that know, they know. Allegedly, I'm
3: not defaming you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, you have a guy, you got a guy, and the guy orchestrates everything. And so, really, Michigan is one of six swing states that dictated the outcome of the election, all of which happened to go offline at 11 in, at night and then come back online with huge spikes and things like that.
2: Shocking, but, shocking.
3: But you really don't need that many people to pull. I mean, that's the beauty of the Internet. You know, you, you wanted to order a pineapple. You had to wait four four months for it to come from Hawaii a hundred years ago. Once you want so to order one now, it's in your door. <laughs> Amazon Prime has it in your mailbox in two hours. So, so the idea that, you know, something of this magnitude, yeah, moving across the entire you know, continent of North America was at one point uh an arduous odyssey that was considered impossible now you get in a plane and you're there in four hours so to say that you know it's an impossible feat it's absolutely not so this is this is
2: kind of what i see with what you're saying i think it's totally accurate um but i think it's kind of an extension of another issue which kind of comes to the heart of the the whole idea that everyone has well it's too big you need too many people people would lie uh, y- y- it comes back, I think, at a base level to the same thing as some of the really horrible things that people are doing. Like They don't want to face human trafficking. They don't, they don't want to face some of the true horrors that are going on in this world or acknowledge that they are as large and as uh, as widespread as they really are because I, I really believe a lot of people simply are not willing to or are not ready to go to that place where they accept all of these horrible things could be going on. They They, they are not able to... or or not able um, but they're not willing to confront the idea that these horrors exist and that they're in their own neighborhoods that they do exist in their own lives and they may not be face to face with it but it's touching them in other ways Um, and and so and this is a as we go to the vaccine stuff I think this is going to be a little bit heavy I'm going to be honest this is a this whole episode is a little bit heavy because it's kind of just uh, you know this is what Joe does but Joe says I'm too negative. I don't. I,
3: yeah, you're kind of a downer. I mean, I've never met have <laughs> never met an optimistic <laughs> economist. So
2: that's fair enough. Well, we'll tell you what we're going to be right back. Uh, we're going to play a quick commercial. Um, we'll tell you about it once we come back. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for the trailer from Reawakening series, which is coming out next month.
3: I called General Flynn. I said, General Flynn, I feel like God wants us to team up to do a reopen America tour. And we get people back to God. And he says, I know. I'm going, you know? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men
0: and women created by you know go, you know the thing. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. I believe America is supposed to be that shining city on the hill, the beacon of freedom.
2: Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You gotta make sure you tell the same These vaccines are zero liability.
0: There's so much fake information. It's the David and Goliath thing. Their agenda is not God's agenda. Why will the churches not stand up? I'm trying to save America. I believe we're in the greatest revival in history.
2: So, uh, for anyone who might have missed that, if you uh, went and grab went to grab some water or anything like that, go to reawakeningseries.com and use promo code CD21. This is a an awesome documentary of some friends of ours that we've met on these uh, on the speaking tour, the Reawaken America uh, tour with Clay Clark. Uh, these are some awesome Christian uh, patriots that we know. Uh, so, reawakeningseries.com. Uh, And with promo code CD21, uh, you will get 10% off of your entire order. You'll also be entered in a drawing to meet General Flynn as well as VIP tickets to one of the upcoming uh, Reawaken America tour events. So go to reawakeningseries.com and use CD21 promo code. And I do have to remind everyone real quick that this podcast is sponsored by AirMedCare Network. If you do live in a rural area, if you like to do stuff outside, like to climb out here in Colorado, there's a lot of great places to do that. Uh, Anywhere where you won't be uh, close enough to a hospital if anything happens. Uh, Health insurance will not cover the cost of of an emergency medical flight most of the time. But with AirMedCare Network, you are covered for as little as $85 a year. Your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. So if you use promo code DAILY, go to the link in our description. Uh, again, promo code DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y. You will receive up to a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today. And while we're on the topic of some sponsors, we also have uh, Liberty Cigars as, as well. Would you like to take that one, Jake?
3: Yeah, you have the graphic for it.
2: I do. I most certainly do
3: so i'm a bit of a history nerd myself and uh... john True. at liberty cigars greg knows knows us all too well john at liberty cigars really there are a few things that astound me or put a smile on my face the the uh, level of detail and attention he's put into his product and it's it's so vast in in all of the areas of american history it covers uh, it, it's really one of a kind so whether you're thinking of ordering a gift for someone this holiday supply chains are going to be destroyed most of things for Thanksgiving and Christmas you probably won't be able to get. So this is always a, a, a good, thoughtful alternative to have. Uh, right now, uh, any order over $76 using the code free gets a free cigar. We had been using the Benedict Arnold cigar, uh, so you could give it to your leftist uh, family member to remind them that they're a filthy trader, like Benedict Arnold was. However, John ran out and what is up for the incentive now is a patrick henry give me liberty give me death we we think that's quite appropriate for the time but they have everything they have individual cigars they have six six cigar sets uh 13 cigar sets they have the commander series which all historically accurate with the backstory they have the president series historic they have period pieces from you know all different eras in american history and again $76 Seventy-six dollars and over code b free gets you a free cigar. Anything under that comes with coasters and, and a pocket constitution. But the the few points that all the packaging is made in America, all the the labeling and the boxes are all made in America by Americans. And uh, one of the conversations I had with John is uh, uh, Mr. Biden's wonderful uh, uh, stimulus package is going to uh, uh, raise the taxes on tobacco products. Upwards of a thousand percent. So, you know, stock up now because your average single cigar uh, on the store is going to have to go up two to three dollars just based on uh, the ESG tax mandates if if the bill goes through. So, again, code be free at libertycigars.com. They have an incredible selection. Even just for uh, window shopping, go go check out their product.
2: Yes, please go check them out. Uh, we do have some cigars which we're going to smoke uh, this weekend. Uh, so we'll give you a first-hand review. Uh, also, I see a lot of people asking in the comments, yes, Max is fine. He is all good. Uh, no need to worry about Max. Um, so now, uh, well, I still have a little bit of time left. Uh, I want to talk about some of these vaccine stuff, uh, some of these vaccine things. Pardon my grammar.
3: Don't call it a vaccine, it's not a vaccine. Oh,
2: you're, no, you're actually, you're actually 100% right. It is not, in fact, a vaccine. Uh, anyone using that uh, is actually misinformed. Uh, and the people who are pushing it as one are being entirely disingenuous. They are liars, they are scum, and they are pushing this stuff on us and our kids. And uh, the stuff that I'm going to show you right now is fascinating, to use one word. Um, but So Dr. Frank Zalewski is a Polish researcher. Um, I have had a friend personally... Uh, approve the translation of this so we're going to play a little bit of this video there's a few parts of here i want to play and then uh another uh clip from dr kerry madage uh talking about these these experiments these bioweapons as uh as i believe 100 percent they are uh, so we're going to play this real quick uh, this is dr frank zalewski it is in polish i will be reading the uh, the translation i'll be reading the subtitles for those of you on audio Nie. To coś. So he's talking about to the thing coś. that he found, and he says that thing is this Zutanie here, zdjęcie. and he's holding up the COVID nineteen vaccine. He says COVID nineteen vaccine. Witam, Welcome, friends.
4: To jest to coś,
2: this is the thing which I tested trup, in those scenes. Tak? you you shocked you you'll get you you'll to shortly. coś, so that thing is being given To people in the vaccines, but in eggs. I was searching for eggs.
4: Powinno mieć poddatny grunt. tested trafią na koletło, nothing nic the dzieje
2: nie znalazłem nawet dish. jaja. Happens, może nie and było the injection w because some of them być pure fizyologiczny. Ale jak trafiło na taśmę grafitową, dlatego
4: dają pożywkę dla jaj.
2: It nourishes the egg. So he's talking about hey, the graphene Pano, in the vaccines and that we've all heard about nourishing to the to eggs. And so ladies and gentlemen, realize. something like this thing is now going to develop inside of you. The head is going to have 20 microns length, and the tail, or the tentacles, three of them, 2.5 millimeters. This is a life form. And you should ask yourself now. And so we're gonna we're gonna cut back to this um so we're gonna go to a little later a little later part because i want you to just get some of the important uh parts from this video it's a long video um and i I can post it on the on the description as well Um, so this is uh dr frank zaluski and basically what he was doing and he explains this in the video he was testing covid 19 uh vaccines and he was doing different vials and what he was finding in a number of the vials was some kind of organism, as he's describing it, that is actually growing. And interestingly, as he said, it is only growing uh, when there is uh, basically graphene or some kind of graphite substances. He said even when they tested it uh, in the you know in vitro, uh, when it was on bare without a medium, nothing happened. But then when they used a graphene or a graphite tape, then all of a sudden the Uh, the creature started to develop and grow. Uh, So this is really, really interesting. So I'm going to go, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit and I'm going to continue reading the translations. And again, the thing inside of another sample. Is this a plant? Is it dust? A being given to people in eggs in a fertile, suitable
4: environment.
2: Nie wiem, na w Somewhere close by, there might be some sort of which signal which causes that being to start live.
4: living.
2: Just as pine cone seeds to won't grow instance, unless they will be warunków. in a suitable environment no and fertile ground, the same with that thing seems not to be moving. It may be dormant or a
4: sleeping. To mieć coś w sobie,
2: and so now he's asking who of you wyboru. are willing Wiem to have that inside of you? Many of you have already chosen was. and received it. Witam. Welcome, Vitam. welcome. Mam nadzieję, że to nie I hope it won't be activated. So I'm going to skip ahead again. Jake. We
3: we have a we have a troll in the D Live chat. Do we? Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a spotlight on this troll. Downtown W Brown. I'm assuming that's Downtown Willie Brown. And for some reason, he says, you know, you, you think we're, there's we're, something growing in us. We're oh, pushing cute. false narratives and scaring people. Why, as a common man, as I assume you are, I assume you're not <laughs> Elon Musk. Why would you be so vocally supportive and knowledgeable? of entities that at one point told you cigarettes were good for you. And the type of cigarette a pregnant woman should choose to smoke should be this one because of this. And the same agencies that endorsed all of these products and, and, and other vaccines and, you know, uh, the uh, weed formula that caused so much cancer and, and, and Johnson and & Johnson. Johnson and & Johnson, uh, or not Johnson downtown and Johnson. Downtown Brown says,
2: get the vaccine, it's good for you. What
3: is what is the uh, the baby powder one? One of the baby powder, they just declared bankruptcy because baby powder, which had been being used for generations, was linked to a lung cancer settlement because of one of the minerals that was being used in it. So, you you know, you're a clown. Whoever you are, you're a clown to come out and say that this, you know, this is the one instance in history in which uh, an entity sponsored by the government or uh, validated by the government. Many of the employees of that, you know, the government agencies having worked at these private vaccine companies and vice versa, uh, wouldn't sell you something that ultimately has their pocket in mind, not your well-being. <laughs> Love you, Mother Man. Because, because if, if, if your well-being was in mind, you fool, you wouldn't have <laughs> tobacco stores open anymore. You wouldn't have... Uh, Narco or uh, heroin injection spots in liberal cities. To s- so to say that you really think something's growing inside of you, you imbecile. Okay. <laughs> there's a there's a baby food supplement settlement going around for causing necrotose ne- 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 necrotizing tissue disorder because yes, there are things. And yeah,
2: necrotizing fasciitis. There
3: there there are things in it that are. Uh, Outside agents that can create a body reaction of your flesh eating itself, and then you dying of sepsis and things—all of of that nature. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, Why don't you go? You know, I don't even believe. Why don't you go eat some glue and crayons, you idiot?
2: Yeah. So listen, uh, I'm sorry. I'm done. (laughs) You got you got Jake fired up downtown, Brown. Well done. Well done, Troll. Let's give the troll one clap, Uh, one poetry clap. Put a Um, star on the board. Yeah, we'll we'll give you a star. Uh, So I. uh, Listen, I would really prefer not to believe that there's some weird Hydra little parasite thing growing in us. I really would. Uh, this does not give me pleasure. I know many people who have gotten the vaccine. We're going to continue playing this video. Uh, I just am I'm presenting this to you. I don't know this researcher personally. I have another one I'm about to play who found it very something very similar. Um, but you use your brain think for yourself. They shut down our society. We know it's all a lie. The COVID cases are a lie. The death rate is a lie. They're, they're using fake tests. Everything has been a lie. Absolutely everything.
3: Except the fact that it has gotten a handful of people very rich.
2: Yeah, that's very that's true. The only, and these corporations the that are making these vaccines, this. buy and they say the governments buying them. No, we buy them. Our elected officials are buying these things, these these bioweapons, whatever these things are with our money. And they're trying to tell us that we have to take it. And they're trying to ban us from society. If we don't take it, are you kidding me? What, at what point you have to not, you know, kind of go, Oh yeah, that's screwed up, but whatever. This is not okay guys. All right. This, this thing gets me really fired up. Let's forget about this Hydra crap. Are you freaking kidding me? You have kids. We know that this thing is hurting people. It, it's, plainly obvious if you if you are if you're awake if you are just opening your eyes every day and looking around you you know that people aren't dying like you know some zombie movie and people are dropping you know while they're walking like they were you know putting all that footage uh from china out uh what is going on here why are they doing this so now we find this stuff i'm going to play this i'm going to play the rest of this This is the brand that is manufacturing, manufacturing the healing potion for our happiness and well-being. This is Pfizer, the Pfizer SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus vaccine. This is from this brand. This is what he is testing. And now it's worth to ask why some people get an injection with only a saline solution and why some get something else, eggs. And this is what he was finding, is that he wasn't finding these little things in every sample. He was finding them in some of them, one out of three vials, or two out of three.
4: This is not for me to find out I'm a seeker of truth, but not of for The world, we have to realize, is almost already lost.
2: These are the words of Dr. Frank um, Lucy, the researcher who found this. Just look at the statistics, he says. How many people have already taken it? And willingly, I might add.
4: Yes, we have a lot of bacteria and viruses, which we have to cope with,
2: and we continue to live with. But no one was giving them to us artificially. Now the majority took it voluntarily. Do you want to have a bean like that inside of you? And he's making a joke now. It has pretty colors when he's looking at it. Uh, you'll hear more about from Kerry Madej about that. But it hasn't been created to just sit there and do nothing, he says. It also wants to live and multiply. You need to realize that. no that
4: is just a simple and this
2: is not a hedgehog and also not a sea urchin. This is a swab brush for collecting DNA samples. He has a picture now of the swabs that they're using for the COVID tests. This is a little swab brush for swabbing samples from the mouth or from the other side, like in China. So this is your backside. For those of you who missed that, they, uh, in China they were... They were pushing anal swabs because that's, I guess that's the Chinese way.
3: Greg, do we have the video in the chat for this? The link for this? Yeah, I will post it. Uh,
2: give me one second, I'll post it. Each ending is melted and sealed, he's saying. He is now saying that these, uh, it's not cut off, it's melted. I have uh, I have analyzed the ends as well as the sidewalls. Here we have the sidewall, it is melted. It is the melted end so, can so an let's
3: let's pull it here greg this is this is something you should watch i mean uh, no greg? i'm
2: gonna play i have one more thing i have sure. to play G- okay go ahead. um but so and before i do um, i'm gonna i'm gonna post this in the in the comments but uh what he's basically saying is that the the swabs these these brushes that they're sticking up your nose and in china they were sticking in your butt and i uh, wanted to do that here uh that he he's saying he's analyzing these under a microscope and saying these are not uh these are not just like a cotton swab these are basically, as he's describing them, designed to gather DNA to gather DNA samples. what are they doing with that? What is that about? my theory I, I would actually love to hear that Because my theory, this is a little bit weird, guys. I'm sorry.
3: so so when you're talking about the heights of the economy, okay, which is is, is a, a tenet of of Marxism and taking over you know all all means of production, private industry, food, education, all of that heights of the economy, all the other, aspects of it have been taken over except healthcare and education which surprise surprise is are the two subjects they're you know most focused on now the teachers unions all this everything that's going on so really uh, i think the fear of the virus was used to go out and get everyone tested and ultimately you know one of my lawyers told me is like I, I had a dna of one of those you know ancestry.com or boxes He's like, I'm going to do this. He's like, no, don't do that. They sell it to the health insurance companies. They sell the information to the health insurance companies, and so essentially, what I am convinced they're doing is when a system is being taken over completely, you want to remove excess costs because those are funds that you could stand to gain. You know, when you nationalize a system, so let's get rid of things that may be excess burdens on the system, whether it's, you know, expediting the death rate of elderly people. Or- and that's what
2: they were doing in China. You Remember uh, in the beginning of the, the shutdown, and they had, so for those of you who don't know, in China, everyone already, they already have these like little passports, and you, you can't even get on a bus, uh, for the most part, without your cell phone, and they to scan your little social ID, credit score, communist uh, garbage. And it was really interesting. And I, I'm not going to say I know what happened because I don't. Because, but they had millions of accounts that were closed, which is highly, highly unusual when, when this was happening. And I think uh, a big reason might be because China was be was about to be, especially with what was going on with Trump and how he was actually you know, uh, navigating trade deals that were in our best interest and not just selling us out to China so that we could be raped by, by the CCP. Uh, they, they were going to be absolutely crushed and overwhelmed by the Debt and the cost of caring for all of their elderly, which which was massive percentage of their population.
3: Right. So so ultimately, the DNA harvesting, the vaccine is secondary. It's a great you know Wall Street bet when it comes to the vaccine companies. A lot of people. I don't think it's not just financial though. I'm, I'm right, just, right. It's right, absolutely right. not no, just it's financial. It's, it's, it's financial, and then it's an attempt at preservation of the system that they want to abuse in the long term.
2: No, I think and, it's and, no, I think it's pure evil. No, I th- I think well, there's something are all much more sinister. Of pure evil,
3: greed, and and, and lust, and and uh, idolatry, and you know. That, so yeah, they're all in one. They're all sectors of one common uh, theme of evil. And so what you can do now with all of these tests that get sent away, they have your DNA. I mean, they have your finger. It's your fingerprint. It's your DNA. And what they can do is run an average of the average, uh, you know, DNA analysis of everyone's. You know, they they can create the average individual and then use all of that information to engineer you know worst case scenario the next bioweapon around it or you know tinker and and tweak uh vaccinations so that certain groups that they can genetically identify now that they have everyone's dna can be modified and the next bioweapon can be fine-tuned essentially it will be a customized bioweapon based on the population's uh, genetic average and, and and can be orchestrated and, and you know one would say what is the conspiracy theory behind that would be well when you're talking about the elite wanting to take over a system you don't want a bunch of people you know hanging off the system because you're destroying it to take it over so you can rob it you don't want to deal with the, you know, the kid hanging at your ankle saying, "Oh, I need this, I need that, I need healthcare, I need food." You destroyed everything. I need you to pay my rent. I need you to do this. No, they're saying they're kicking that kid off their ankle and saying, "We need to, you know, we need to plan accordingly for now and for the future, so we can maximize the most in our end and in our interest." So that's that's my take on it. But,
2: well, and I agree with everything you said. But again, I think this is some pure, absolutely evil. Uh, transhumanism agenda that is meant to—that's uh, meant to kill us all. Well, I'll be frank, since uh, I get to be on on here on camera today, and you all get to look me in the face as I tell you that they're trying to kill us. So uh, I'm going to play this next clip now. This is Dr. Uh, this is Dr. Carrie Maitage, and uh, she's going to be talking about more of this. I don't
4: know what I'm looking at here, so help me out.
1: Okay. So first of all, the um, it was in July that a local lab. Georgia said uh, they wanted me to examine contents of a vial that they had just received. Um, This vial was fresh. It had already been used to be injected into at least one patient um, because it was the end of the day they were going to discard it so they were able to um, get the vial and this particular vial was Moderna. And so I was there to witness them getting that and putting some of the, the contents on a glass slide with a compound microscope to look at it. And it, it was only, nothing was added to this solution, nothing was diluted, no human tissue was added, um, only the white light for the microscope. And of course, over time, it was becoming more room temperature from the refrigeration, that was it. And so at first it looked just translucent. Um, And then as time went on over two hours, colors appeared, which I've never seen anything like this. There wasn't a chemical reaction happening. Um, It it was a brilliant uh, like blue and and royal purple and uh, a yellow and sometimes green. Um, And so these uh, these colors appearing, I did not know what that was after investigating uh, more. A superconducting material can do that with white light being um, emitted to it. Okay, a superconducting material would be something like an injectable computing system. Anyhow, these these fibers were appearing more and more. Um, Some of the fibers had a little uh, cube structure on it. I'm not sure what that was. And also uh, metallic fragments were in there. They were not metallic fragments I'm used to seeing, A more exotic. Uh, They're very opaque, as well as... um, You know, uh, as the edge of the cover slide goes so the cover slip when you put a glass partition on that or a piece on top of the glass slide there are edges, and so all the particulates, all these colors started to move to the edge and there was self assembling going on things were growing. Um, You know they looked synthetic Um, and then there was one uh, particular i'd say object or organism i'm not sure what to call it that had um tentacles coming from it and it was able to lift itself up off oh, of the cover i'm sorry off of the the glass slide it, it was, was the alive the cover slide.
4: like the, the thing was alive
1: it it appeared to yeah it appeared to have be self-aware or be able to grow or move in space I mean, all I can tell you is this is not something they taught us in medical school, nothing in my laboratories, um, nothing that I've seen before. And I showed this to other people in the field, and they don't know what it is either. And I thought when I first saw this, and I kept looking at it over and over again, had a colleague with me, and... um,
2: Okay, so... ah, So this weird little tentacle thing, it's a thing... Seems to be self-aware. Interesting thing to hear about something that apparently is growing in the vaccines. That's an, that's an interesting statement. Um, and then when you heard her talk about uh, the bioluminescence and how it appears to be, uh, it could possibly, uh, you know, be some sort of, um, some sort of computer, some sort of a or injectable computer system. That's really, really interesting. That sounds a little familiar, I'll be honest. I mean, you hear about Elon Musk and all these people talking about, uh, you know, about merging us with machines. This is the whole argument with transhumanism, that we need to transcend ourselves, that the human is flawed, uh, which is, you know, an easy thing to say if you don't believe in God Um, or if you hate God, which I believe many of these people do. Um, So these are trustworthy people, right? Definitely. These are definitely trustworthy people. Oh, and, uh, put I, up a... Uh, go ahead.
3: I, I like when they say that it's far-fetched conspiracy theory, but you, uh, how do tapeworms get transmitted? Yeah, I'm sorry, like... And what do tapeworms do? <laughs> you can have 20-foot tapeworms coiled around your digestive tract. They go up into your heart. They can snake all around into your body. And to say that something can't be injected, if a tapeworm can be ingested via water, which it can, do your research... Fool How is it a far-fetched idea To say that something can't be Injected in liquid form Inject it into your muscle It's not intravenous into an artery Or vein Go right into the muscle Give it right where it wants to go
2: So I'm going to play one more clip Um, This is again Dr. Kerry Madage Speaking on a different issue So they also have luciferase In the vaccines Luciferase, does that sound familiar? That doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard Mm. Uh, So, luciferase is an enzyme, a little bio-trick, if it ends in ACE, it's an enzyme. Um, So let's talk about, let's hear about
0: luciferase. ...involved in the patents, or are they somehow going to own part of our genome? It's a possibility. You need to know that. So that's one part of this delivery system. Just one. Now let me go to the next. The next Mm -hmm. part of the delivery system is a luciferase enzyme. Okay. They named it, they patented luciferase. I don't like that name. Luciferase because it has bioluminescent qualities, which means it can produce a light or it has a light source. And all of this would be under your skin and you cannot see it. Now the luciferase is an idea because they want to make sure that you're vaccinated. They don't trust medical records. They don't trust you saying that you got vaccinated. They want to make sure and they want to make sure it was successful a successful transfection, a successful gene modification. So when you get the luciferase enzyme, if you have an iPhone or a special app on the iPhone, you can scan over that area and it will give a digital code, a digital imprint, a digital pattern, something that will identify that you were vaccinated. It holds your vaccination record. It also gives you an ID, a number, a barcode, a branding, whatever you want to call it, a tattoo, it's all the same thing. you now become like a product.
2: So that's nice. So we're a product. They're going to own our DNA. There was actually, there were Michael Crichton books written about this uh, 10 or so years ago. And I think one of them was called Next. It was actually a pretty good book. Um, can you... If you're being honest with yourself, I'll ask you too, Jake. Can you truly say with any confidence, with any degree of confidence, that these people actually care about you or they have your own best interest in mind? That you can see they're putting luciferase there, and they've been working on these these patents. There's, and I, I'll guarantee you there's there's things that they're ready to roll out or have already where they will own your DNA. Uh, they, there was already, you know, some issues that were hinting at that back when the GMO issue was, was coming out years ago. Um do you really believe that they shut down society all for a lie? They are forcing you to get this. They want to come into your house, into your schools, give it to your kids. Have you seen... Withholding the- medical treatments. Sorry, I'm pissed off about this. Right they're Withholding no. medical treatments that are actually going to help people, and they know will help people, so that they can force this crap on you? They, they want to force you to inject this, or they're not going to allow you to go to work? They're not going to allow you to open your business to accept customers. They're not going to allow you to take to uh, have any control over what goes into your kids' body. Why are they putting this in their kids? Are you kidding me? You think there's nothing going on here? I'm sorry. This Go
3: this, this goes back to my my larger conspiracy theory in that you, you say shut down the world for 2 years now. I don't have that perspective because I've traveled more in the past 2 years working with a variety of different people, moving around everywhere. And I've seen it for what it is, and then I see it in the the under the lens of the mainstream media, and it's terrifying. And I, I had about three days off last weekend, and about the only time I've actually slept for you know the greater duration of, of almost two years, because I've had this terrifying perspective of that. Nothing is going back to normal. Everything is far from normal. So mm-hmm. I understand that if you're at home and, you know, this is all you know, the the best part is to just get out of your house and go somewhere you haven't been before and, and converse and exchange with these people. I've had, it's actually a, a blessing, you know, as much as it has exhausted me, I've had the blessing over the past two years to have traveled to pretty much every state And major city in this country and interact one-on-one and again you're talking about this transhumanism the whole point is to remove the human aspect first and foremost so you can implement you know the tech dominion god tech dominion state of, of of rule and that's what's happening and I've had very short but very sincere conversations with thousands of people all across this country gas station employees, you know, just standing outside at 11 o'clock at night when we were in South Carolina, this, you know, this woman worked at a gas station in middle of nowhere got really in depth and people are just, you know, dying for some kind of understanding. And, and people like Greg and myself with all the traveling we do, we're maybe a little privileged in the sense that we get to have the, this formulated uh, perspective based on our experiences. But the whole goal in all of this has been to remove human experience so they can bring down whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah, they want absolute submission. That's why they're not allowing anything to fall through the cra- through the cracks. That's why you've seen this incremental and increasingly fast, this acceleration of, you know, they're, they're basically closing in on you from all directions. And then there are these little places that people have been fleeing. They, oh, I'll move to another state. I'll get another job. Oh, well, I'll do business this way. Everywhere that everyone's going, now you see. Now they, they move there, and they start to shut those places right, down. Right, They're removing yeah. all the options from you. And if you think that you've seen anything yet, I'll tell you right now, 100%, God is my witness, heart and soul, I believe this. If you think that where it has gotten now, if we do not stop this now, if you think this is as far as it's going to go, you are so wrong. And if you think it's ever going backwards, you are so more wrong. It's the same thing with 9-11. They had the, you know, the Twin Towers, and there was that horrible period for the world and, and for Americans. Uh, and they're what? They're groping women and your wife and your children at the airport, and you have to go through a, a frickin' X-ray machine as, where they can, you know, at the time they had the old scanners where they could see all your nudie bits. But uh, it's been 20 years. Why are we still being treated like felons when we go through the airport? And then they're at the same time saying human rights for all these people on the border, and they're unwilling to address the actual real issues with trafficking and with the drugs and murder that are going on with these with these people coming through and but we we have to get the vaccine. We have to get patted down and treated like a like animals when we get on a flight. It's uh
3: and people are going to take this out of context. It's all a hologram. The the reality that has been sold to us for 18 months, 2 years in my take is no different than a hologram. In that the narrative that is being told to people is of one thing, the reality is another, and then life has just stopped in the middle. And having traveled all of this time to all these different places, it's as if civilization was frozen in time, and the people are just atrophying and, and withering away and they're just waiting and so my conclusion to all of it and i, I kind of had this shocking moment of revelation that it's all it's all propaganda i mean i'm not saying the virus is propaganda i'm not saying people haven't died from it but everything that stems around it is a false reality to get them to the reality they envisioned viruses are real things deaths are real things but be- beyond that everything is a false reality in that if you do not wake up and just say no i'm done with this i'm not partaking in this and everyone as a whole if they don't if everyone as a whole doesn't do that now there will be nothing left for everyone as a whole 6 months from now I mean, let's, let's get to the holidays, and then you can come back and apologize to me if you if you said this is a conspiracy theory, but let's get through these holidays, because I'm really convinced that the way things have aligned and been pieced together, and it's, it's death by a thousand pinpricks, by the time Thanksgiving and Christmas arrive, I was in a grocery store in North Carolina before I came out here today, or yesterday, Greg, and... It was something out of like Twilight Zone almost. I, I, there's some, you know, small place outskirts of Winston-Salem and everything, every other thing was empty. You know, there's some stores they're putting uh, props on the shelves. They're putting up like magnet play mats, like what a kid uses to, you know, a city play mat on the floor. They're uh, putting magnet placemats up on the food. And I've, I, I've started going on kind of this obsessive spree of buying things that i think to myself like what are things i enjoy now that i take for granted a specific coffee a specific hot sauce and greg rips <laughs> me on this all the time He's yeah like, what I the, do. the hell are you doing <laughs> and you know it, it, it's uh, as an economist and as someone that had you know been in finance and 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 offered uh, banking analyst positions i i look at the things that most people don't want to look at or don't see and it's coming quick. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot faster than you know. And if you know, good for you, because you're at least you know prepared to know or you're, you're expecting something. But there's so many people that don't. And I think it's going to hit them like a ton of bricks. And and to understand the reality that this is not about, uh, you know, reversing a, reversing a trajectory. This is about getting it past the point of no return. And then it's a free for all. And we're we're very close, if not over, that point of no return. Uh, the way things are headed. Yeah. Well, let's watch how this year wraps up. But it, it, the, the people need to see it for what it is. Or
2: when hit like a ton of bricks is a really good way to put it. I mean, and I'll just I know we've ran over time, everybody. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. But uh, think about how quickly this has accelerated over the last sixteen, last eighteen, last twenty four months. Right, I mean, how did we go from, oh, two weeks to you know flatten the curve, and then oh, the the healthcare workers, the superheroes, they're on Time magazine, they're they're you know putting out all this this propaganda, which I'm not saying wasn't rightfully deserved in some ways. I, I you know truly respect and appreciate all those people who did uh, put in the time, but then they're running these these ridiculous stories. Everything's shut down, it's overwhelmed, and then they're like everyone's putting TikTok videos of all the all the nurses dancing, and they're like, what are you? Are you kidding me? Are you, are you serious? How fast did we go from that? And now here we are, Oh, time to get your passport vaccine. First it was Trump's a Nazi because he wants to do his vaccine. I won't take anything from Trump. That was cute. And now you will take this vaccine or you will not be a part of society. We will or you not will allow show th- me your papers. Yeah, show <laughs> me your paper. How do we get to show me your papers in 2 years? Not even 2 years. You're like, w- "Wake up, you guys." And so K Renee uh, in the in the comments. Uh People can't run from their states. Fight where you are. Men need to stand up. Absolutely. Men, you need to stand up now. You need to get off the freaking couch. Joe said this a number of times. Stop thinking that you're only there to win the bread. We are the ones who are supposed to stand up and protect our society. We are the defenders. All right? I, and I've seen the same thing when being involved with UADF at all these events. The the soccer moms, the the mama bears, uh, shout out to Iowa mama bears, uh, why, why are they the ones, uh, you know, pulling the weight in this fight right now? Why? There's how, how long can we go, okay, well, I'll move to Florida. I'll move to this different part of the state because this city's far gone. There's nowhere to go. Even if you go there and then it's nice for a couple months, you think it's not coming to you? You think if that we give up all the all the, the ground in all these other states and all these other cities that you're just going to be safe? You're going to go to your magical candy land in Florida or in, or in Texas or someplace that in your mind – you're, you're safe from this, from the evil cabal. You're like, you're safe from the, you've found a safe zone. They can't, they can't tag you there. Are you kidding me? And uh, yeah, I, she says, I get molested every time I've flown since 9-11. Uh, yeah. And why do we put up with that still? It, this isn't even about, okay, well now it's time. Now we need to draw a line in the sand that we're, that they're coming for our kids and telling us we can't uh, interact in society. We can't travel, can't buy things, can't run our business, can't work. Uh, don't have freedom of choice in terms of what I put into my own body that the government's going to tell me I need to put this weird thing, whatever it is. Even if all this is untrue, even if all the this organism crap—let's say it's all fake—and I hope to God it is. I truly do. I truly hope to God this is not real. Well, but let's leave it on a more positive. We, no, I'm not done yet. Oh, you're not done. I'm not Go done yet. Have a stage. I have, Go for it. I have one more minute. You—you you think you trust these people? I want to put up an image right now. This is old news, by the way, which uh, for years was uh, totally a conspiracy theory. We're talking about conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh, so well, we'll talk about vaccines, right? And I think there's a depopulation. I think there's a fertility issue. We've already heard a, n- a myriad of accounts from people uh, regarding the possible effects on fertility with this vaccine. So this is this is a study. Okay, this is not like a conspiracy theory website. This is a medical, uh, uh, a medical journal, all right? In 1993, World Health Organization announced a birth control vaccine for family planning, quote-unquote family planning. Published research shows that by 1976, World Health Organization researchers had conjugated tetanus toxoid with human chorionic gonadotropin, or HCG, produ- producing a birth control vaccine. Uh, Conjugating tetanus toxoid with HGD causes pregnancy hormones to be attacked by the immune system. Expected results are abortions in females already pregnant and or infertility in recipients not yet impregnated. Repeated inoculations prolong infertility. Currently, WHO researchers are working on more potent anti-fertility vaccines using recombinant DNA. Really, this is 1993. That's not concerning. Totally a conspiracy theory, Right. Let's go on a little further into the study. So I've just highlighted the words uh, fertility. Let's see what we have here. Issuing a press release that they're alleging who has was secretly using a birth control vaccine in Kenya. This was in Kenya, by the way. This this was big news actually for a while. And the Gates Foundation, World Health Organization, some of these uh, some of these organizations came under heavy fire. And then the media did the exact same thing. This Project Mockingbird nonsense, and they came in called everyone a lunatic and a conspiracy theory uh you know tin foil hat wearing whatever uh so many published pages uh i'm sorry i'll go back such claims from sources in the catholic church prompted this case study of the who kenya anti-tetanus campaign along with research to develop anti-fertility vaccines many published papers which we found in the web of science and pubmed databases document who experimental research with various anti-fertility vaccine conjugates since the 70s the published objective of WHO researchers performing the experiments was to engineer one or more birth control vaccines that can, with known reliability, produce and maintain infertility indefinitely. Fascinating. One more. Because, you know, this is the positive hour. So, uh, they've been working since at least 1972. Uh, Research published in 1976 confirmed recipients of a vaccine containing... Beta-HCG, which is the uh, chemical they were binding in these vaccines, chemically conjugated with tetanus toxoid, uh, develop antibodies not only against tetanus, but also against beta-HCG. The result, first reported by WHO researchers, meeting at the U.S. National Academy of Sciences is a birth control vaccine that diminishes the beta-HCG essential to a successful pregnancy and causes at least temporary infertility subsequent research showed repeat doses can extend infertility indefinitely in the reported clinical trials they administ- they av- systematically avoided administering anti-fertility vaccine to pregnant women on the theory that it would cause abortion as it does in experimental animal models and the last thing which i've highlighted uh just to so you understand a little bit of the the uh, biology going on here because increasing amounts of the beta hcg are essential to the crosstalk Required to maintain the early pregnancy, a vaccine containing this conjugate may not only prevent implantation of a fertilized egg, but if an embryo is already implanted, such a vaccine may cause its death. The result of any unexplained, meaning undiagnosed, pregnancy loss is commonly referred to as a spontaneous abortion. However, if the loss was caused by a birth control vaccine represented as suspected by the Catholic doctors in Kenya only as a tetanus prophylactic, the death of the baby would be owed to the deceptive premise of a tetanus-free live birth. Do you trust these people? Do you really trust these people? No, this I, don't, is, I don't trust them. This is how many... What, 93? This paper was 30 years ago. And they were developing this stuff 50 years ago. Did you trust these people? No, never. Yeah. I don't really either.
3: Can I leave you with a, and the audience with a little more positive? Yes, le-
2: please. Please do.
3: So they found Brian Laundrie. He's dead. Uh, he was the guy that had... Uh, Alleged. The, I mean, he hashtag disapp- karma. Yeah. Uh, well, the, you know, it's it's pretty graphic the way he went. So disappears after they, you know, find a, you know his girlfriend's reported missing. She shows up murdered. He's gone. Uh, apparently, it took two days to identify him because well, when you try to hide <laughs> from the law in the Everglades, things God is that at work here. Go people. bump in the night are going to eat you. And so all they had to work with were a pile of bones because apparently. Wonderful wildlife creatures like um, alligators and, and, and snakes and wild pigs must have picked him clean, kind of like a, you know, karma. Karma and its clapping,
2: clapping, clapping for the, the alligators. So uh, and, uh, we'll leave the boars. you.
3: We'll leave you that positive note. That well, actually, no I have to
2: be a Debbie Downer for one more second, right? Well, what is this? Nobel Prize winner urges public to reject jabs. Vaccines fatili- <laughs> facilitate development of deadlier COVID variants. You're kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. This can't be true. This is a conspiracy theory, right? Take um, his, take his
3: award away. Does he have an award? Yeah, we should definitely take, take, him, away. take him away. Ban him on Twitter. Take it away. Ban him on Twitter. Give it to the people that wrote the Steele dossier or the journalists. that. I that agree. There.
2: Excellent idea. So this guy, uh, Luc Mon, I can't, Montagnier, whatever, a French virologist and recipient of the 2008 Nobel Prize in medicine for d- the discovery of HIV, has exposed the dangers of the COVID vaccine. He discussed the issue in an interview. Uh, we'll scroll down a little bit. This is uh, These are his words. He's, I'm not a Nobel Prize winner, but he is. The vaccines don't stop the virus, argues the prominent virologist. They do the opposite. They feed the virus and facilitate its development into stronger and more transmittable variants. These new val- variants will be more resistant to vaccination and may cause more health implications than their original versions. Uh, he referred to the vaccine program for the coronavirus as an unacceptable mistake Mass vaccinations are a scientific error as well as medical error, he said. The history books will show that because it is a vaccination that is creating the variants, there are antibodies created by the vaccines, he says, forcing the virus to find another solution or die, creating the variants, and is the variants that are a production and result from the vaccination. It's time to, it's time to it's time to cut the crap, people. All right? This isn't just like, okay, well, we'd like you to get it. Nope, you will get it. Otherwise, you won't be a member of society. You will not work. You will not travel. Pretty soon, I guarantee you, they're going to push that you're not able to leave your house, just like they did. Uh, they're, they're pressure testing you earlier in the shutdown. You're quarantining in your own house. Can't go around your family. So go. go and then stock they're going to put you in the camps, like they are in Australia and these other countries.
3: Stock up too.
2: Yeah, stock go. up. And I'm telling you, this. W- I, I. I'm going to. I'm going to agree with Joe wholeheartedly here. This is going to the streets. This is some evil, 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 evil stuff by evil people who do not care about you. They do not have your best interest in mind. They couldn't give the slightest f- fork. <laughs> Thanks to Scott McKay for saving me there. They don't give the slightest fork about you. They don't care about your health. They don't care about saving you from the coronavirus. They want you to submit. And I will tell you right here, I will not submit and I will not kneel to this evil agenda, these evil people. And it's time to tear people's faces off, metaphorically speaking. So no one takes me out of context. We got to start tearing these people's faces off, pulling them out of office. All right. Joe talks about mass evictions. People need to wake up, get out in the streets, tell your neighbors that this is not a joke. They are coming for you. They're coming for your kids. And they're going to kill all of you if you let them. So there's your uh, there's the, the bright point for the day. Yeah, no, I'll leave you on a bright point. God wins. God does win. Anything else, Jake, now that no, I've ruined no, the mood go. again?
3: Go buy some cigars and, and have a nice weekend. Yes, yes, please. Because now that we've
2: uh, now that we've ranted, please everybody do enjoy your weekend.
3: Very soon, it might be something you tell your kids about what what once was, or you know how cigars used to be, or coffee used to be, or all the small luxuries in life that you once took for granted might not be there in the near future. So stash away a little war chest so when times get rougher. Have a good night. Have a good yes, weekend. Yes, God bless
2: you all. Uh, we will be back on Monday. Uh, we do go live at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Uh, sometimes we'll have some specials going on, on the weekends. Uh, but if you do like the broadcast, please uh, sign up for our text alerts. Text FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. Also, excuse me, go to the link in the description and sign up for our email newsletter as well. Uh, where you can get all the information. Uh, the fax blast that we push out, uh, support the, the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. We're on Pandora, iHeartRadio. Uh, and also, we haven't pushed this in a while, but uh, I'm going to uh, – it is in our description. I'm going to put this up on screen. Uh, my, my brother from another mother and a man that we should all be very grateful for uh, being in this world, Joe Oltman, uh, please go to Go.com slash defend Joe Oltman. Ha- and I I know very well, because I've been with him pretty much 24-7 uh, since November. Uh, he has given up a, an incredible amount uh, in order to be in this fight and doing the work that he's done. On the election integrity, uh, he has sacrificed uh, more than I ever would have had to give. Uh, but he is a he is a fearless man. He is my brother. And we're all lucky that he's doing the work that he is. Um, so it's, it's people like, like him that are going to and are leading the charge to to save our, our republic and, uh, and our, our fellow Americans and, and people all over the world. Uh, so give us go.com slash defend uh, support his, his legal battle against Eric Coomer. If you've been following that, you know it's a farce. Uh, but God bless you all. Uh, we will be back Monday as well. Jake.
3: Have a great weekend, everyone. God bless Jake you all. Freya.
2: And Gregory Poppas.